Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up, it's Todd. And I'm Obert. Uh, happy President's Day, everybody. Hooray! We had our Christmas episode, our New Year's episode. It's uh, President's then, Day already? Uh, isn't that... No, sorry, MLK Day. That's that's where we're at. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. I mean, I think, you, I think you can still get a really good deal on a car, if I know anything about commercials. Yeah. Chris's commercial knowledge stopped in like... 2008 i think when you got rid of cable but no i'm pretty sure you can still probably get a good deal on a car in january yeah in honor Um, of martin luther king day you get a good deal on a car you can also buy yourself a good tv because the super bowl is coming up so yeah there you go that is a that is a good best best time of the year to buy a tv lpt right there now keep in mind in two months they're all going to come out with new models of these tvs and your your tv model is going to be a year old so do with that information what you will I mean, do people are people out there waiting for the new model year, being like, "Oh, I gotta get the Sony XCRJ dash zero four. So, fun- <laughs> so funnily enough, I will expand on this for you. I am actually waiting for the new model of TV. Not that I'm gonna go out and buy it immediately, but my uh, I don't know. If, I think Chris is the only one who knows. Or maybe Obert knows this. He's been at my house. I have an 85 inch TV. Um, I bought it during the pandemic. When it was on super sale at Best, at Best Buy. Best Buy had a pricing error, so I bought it immediately. Um, 69 cents. It was it was the same price as the 60... It was on sale for the same price as the 65 was on sale. But it was an 85. So I bought it, um, Sony. And it's starting to uh, to have some pixel issues. Where uh, there's like some like... It's starting to turn white in the bottom right corner. So I have been looking for a new TV. However, the OLED technology has not fully caught up in in large scale tvs like how i want it to be so i am actually honestly waiting for the next the next generation of uh oled tvs to come out in april to see if they actually update the the model to the right oled screen for that size so usually i'm not one to monitor television models but this one i am so you're gonna be at best by 11:59 p.m in line camping out waiting for them to drop the gate running screaming and grab a tv no i'm not gonna do that (laughs) but i will be making a purchase within probably the next 365 days to to upgrade my tv what i'm gonna do with the old 85 inch tv that still works don't know but it is gonna die give it to me but surprisingly Mm -hmm. out of its warranty is when it started to die new new beer pong table there you go Ooh. now 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 tud are you going to get another 85 inch tv so, or are you going to upgrade? Uh, no, inch TV. Unfortunately, my wife says no to upgrading to the hundred inch TV. Um, but they don't in OLEDs. They don't make eighty five. They make eighty three. So I actually have to downsize. Oh, uh, it's how are you going to so see the TV? I, I, know, I don't think you can going to do glasses. I'm going to have to buy a magnifying glass. <laughs> Ted's got the telescope out to see see his television. It's yeah. It's it's annoying. It's I'm not a fan of it. It's kind of weird. Maybe this maybe part of the new model that comes out in April they'll be 87 inches instead. Then I can. Oh, really, there you go. You can upgrade. only only hope. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> oh man, it sounds like a, a almost daily uh, thing in my house where I'm like my TV. I only have a 70 inch TV, so you know it's pretty small. Um, and uh, I'm like, oh, we need a bigger TV. And uh, yeah, no, I get shot down every every time, every time. And Chris, uh, you just have to say that your TV is currently that you have is currently dying, 
No, because she said, we'll use the old TV. The old TV is a 50-inch TV, and if I'm using a child's TV, I am going to... <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. That one's dying, too. <laughs> They're both Does she dying. not see the size difference? She doesn't. She says she says it's it's too big already, and I'm like, I'm like, that, that's what she said. Boop, boop, boop. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, the number uh, one rule of televisions is that they can never be too big. I, I I agree. I agree. And she's I don't know stickler. I guess I might have to get one for this room. I'll just have to put it like well, right, right on this wall. If you buy a new TV for your living room, you can put your old TV in that room. That is that is very true. It's it's honestly it's economical if you think yeah about that it. or you put the fifty inch in that room you put the seventy inch no, no, as no. the kids TV and then uh, you get the for, bigger TV you're forgetting where the, the fifty inch has got to go in the shower <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> we decided the fifty inch is the is the exclusively the bathroom television the shower TV so yes you either you know, sitting on the toilet or in the shower you got something to watch I think if Chris had a fifty inch television in his bathroom he may never come out he would never, <laughs> never leave again. <laughs> Be like, where's Chris? I, I, so he's either pooping or showering. I got a bidet up here now too, so it's like you know, I'll be clean. I'll be clean and watching TV no matter what. It's gonna be great. It's Excited. the constant state of water on Chris's body itself. <laughs> <laughs> either from either end, it doesn't matter. Oh man, that'd be great. How would you do that though? You'd have to put like a plexiglass thing in front of it, right? Like, I mean, well, you could. You could just mount it on the outside on a wall that's not like if your bathroom is like shower. a normal square, mm-hmm. you could do it on the outside. Like you could do it across the the across the wall from the toilet. Yeah, because I'm assuming that your toilet's next to your shower. At least that's how mine is. Um, mm, my, it depends. Depends on which bathroom. But I see what you're saying. I'm like, yeah, or the back wall. Away, but no. I'm sure there's a funnier answer we can come up with. <laughs> oh, if, I mean, you could mount it to the ceiling. Now we're yeah, talking. That's, that's what I was thinking. Now and we're then, talking. And then Chris exclusively, he's done with showers. He's a bath boy from now on. He's laying down, getting clean. <laughs> See, look, we did find a funnier one. There you go. See, it's, it, Good job, it is funnier guys. that way. We, uh, I think you guys also know we redesigned our bathroom upstairs. The, the yeah. large bathroom. Well, we have a very open wall now, and I have floated the idea out of sticking a TV on that wall. That surprisingly also gets shot down. You can see it from the shower. You can see it from the toilet. You can see it from the bathtub. It is the perfect wall. You can see it everywhere. Well, there you go. Now you found out what to do with your with your dying TV. You found a spot for it in, up in the go. bathroom. An 85-inch TV in the bathroom. <laughs> so I, just, I could see I'm, you've just remodeled the bathroom. You put this TV in so big you can no longer close the door. But your Todd's like, no, 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 okay, well, this is this is what I want to do. This is perfect. <laughs> I see no problems with this. I just I just be- want to see the reaction when Todd brings home the eighty-seven inch <laughs> OLED, and then just when Caitlin is working, and like an in. HGTV show, like yeah. the reveal. Yeah, I sneak it into the sunroom so she can't see it. When she leaves, I have somebody come over and help me hang it on the wall. Yeah, put the other one up in the bathroom and just don't say anything. Just wait for the. Re- I would record it. It has. To- I'd put it up on Instagram. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. I could see what the fuck is this, <laughs> <laughs> and then to act shocked, be like, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. We talked about this. Just try to convince her I talked to her when she was like sleeping or something. Like you said in your sleep, yeah, I could do whatever I wanted. You, it was, in fact, I think it was your idea. 
You said bathroom TV? <laughs> well, all that bathroom TV talk sure has made me thirsty. I can't wait. I can't wait till Dana hears this and she is like in love with the idea and Chris gets a bathroom TV. Right. I think that's the only thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Or alternatively, there's a, a toilet in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to grab a beer. It's beer 30 and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30 and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Okay, well, listeners, if you listened last week, you'll remember, well, last episode, I did the Velvet Merkin. I have the three year vertical series. We did 2019 last episode. This year, we're moving on back in time to 2018. Um, The 2019 was the first year they did the milk stout. So this one is going to be just the traditional oatmeal stout. So we'll see. Um, And as a quick recap, if you maybe missed it, last week I said it was just okay, and I was expecting more. Um, What year is this one again? This one. This is the 2018. And um, this is 7.8% ABV. I think the last one was also in the same kind of ballpark, maybe even a little lower. I don't know. Just to remind the listeners, Obert is uh, reviewing three years in a row over the course of three episodes. Um, We are not providing Obert with what his guess is, and we are not announcing who's getting points for three or until next episode. Um, But I am recording who won and by what. So okay, good to know. So yeah, I'm going to be curious to see how this compares. You know, um, to my first beer of the new year. Um, so, okay, last time milk stout, this time oatmeal stout. What's the difference? Smells good. I would say a little bit more aroma than I got last week, which is a good sign because I felt last week's was a little flat. So we'll see um, how it is. Cheers. Cheers. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. And stuff. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. And stuff. Um, I think I like this one a little bit more. Still, and I, but I also think my expectations are a lot lower, right? So right. that's going to impact my overall thoughts on this beer. Uh, I came in this week expecting much thinner body, right? More uh, Pringles on my tongue. Is it good? Just, is it good temperature this this time too? Yeah, I think I let it warm up a little bit too much last time. This is more straight from the fridge, which I think for a beer like this that was you know less heavy is actually a better call, drinking it a little colder. It's still just fine. Um, I don't even remember what I gave last week's, but uh, this is, I think I probably gave last week's like a 375, and I'm going to say this is also 375, it's, if I had to guess. This is no appreciable difference in uh, in weight of how good it is. It's, like I said, I don't think that the milk, milk stout was added much. I think I'm happy this is not a milk stout, but it's still not anything too special right okay so out of 9,836 people what do you think they rated it Hmm. can you tell me what i rated last week's i cannot oh you don't have that you don't have that data no i did not i did not write down your your rating i only wrote down your guess okay um i think my guess was like a 4.00 last week that's kind of what i'm trying to what i think your guess for what untapped rating was yeah. Yes, I could tell you that your guest last week or two weeks was a four point zero zero. I do have that information. Yeah, and I think uh, I think this one's going to be a little higher. I think it's going to be a four point zero two. Four point zero two. 
4.02. I think an extra year of age, they um, got a little bump. A little bump, you know? Okay. Well, we'll have to see next week. Yeah, the big reveal. Um, you know, Firestorm Walker, I don't know how you guys feel about them overall as a brewery. I think that they're just okay. I definitely have had some really good stuff from them. Um, and like some of their more limited edition stuff, but like, yeah, I mean, they're not they're not one I get like overly excited about when I see. I'm not like every time I don't go out trying to find their stuff. Um, also, is it just me or do they do they not make like I feel like everything they make is like a big release. I don't think there's like a oh I'm gonna go have a Firestone Walker Pale Ale or whatever you know. Like I think everything is like a bigger release like a barrel age leo versus ursus something or other you know um Mm -hmm. so i don't know if the accessibility is there i my guess is that the uh stuff is regularly you know on tap the regular stuff is more west coast but the special release makes it nationwide so maybe that's why you're just seeing that i mean that that, would be my guess as well that makes a lot of sense that does make a lot of sense but still i will say looking at untapped i have had their union jack ipa which is apparently their their standard ipa and i gave it a three and a half so okay that does sound familiar i don't know if thousand check-ins yeah i don't know if i yeah it sounds familiar i don't know if i've had that as well i think they have like a 686 pale ale or ipa or some kind of numbers 805 blonde ale yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that was exactly right with both the number and the style of beer. That also has um, 150,000 check-ins, so that's another yeah. one of their big ones. Jeez, okay. Apparently, uh, Firestone Walker is doing some stuff that I don't I don't hear about very often. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, well, right? Like, we live on the, yeah. uh, the exact opposite side of the country. <laughs> very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they need to try and impress us is, is what I'm getting at. Like, Listen, right. I'm with you. You and Shania Twain, are, they don't impress you much. <laughs> No, Shania Twain on the other hand. <laughs> she does impress you she much. She impresses me much, yes. She always has. <laughs> well, hopefully my guess um, this week was as close as my guess for the, the number of the beer name that they had. So you know, uh, with that, I'm feeling like I really locked it in, you know? I, I wish I could tell you more, but I can't. It's it's a veiled in secrecy. It's kind of a fun, kind of a fun game for our listeners. I hope they're having more fun with it than I am, because to be honest, after two weeks, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sick of this beer. I mean, should, we, should we tell the, should we tell the listeners that you actually did, in case this one was worse, have a, a backup beer? But I do have a backup beer. Um, I mean, I don't think you I, need. To, I will be. Ha- I don't think you need to drink it. I, I, Ted, I don't think that's in the spirit of this podcast. <laughs> for someone who if, tried to get me to drink, what episode of this show? <laughs> eight different types of seltzers one time. <laughs> there's a difference there. i don't think you're you and he's him i mean that is uh, true <laughs> yeah i feel like the spirit of the show is you always need to tell the co-hosts that they need to drink more okay i think that's what we do here then you know what screw it so you drink more go drink go get your other beer ah twisted my arm here Todd. <laughs> all right i i will get my beer because i i saw it in the store and i'm like this is a great one to have on the podcast and i don't want to wait a month <laughs> so here we go <laughs> Do you know what the zip code for Dawson's Creek is? 8675309. Nope. 10108. <laughs> is that in their like song? I've never watched an episode of Dawson's Creek. Oh, it was wasted on you. <laughs> I don't want to wait for my life to be over. Uh, yeah. The listeners that th- love that. Was that their theme song? They did. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure okay, that's Stick Stickley's I, zip code as well. 
Uh-huh. New York City, New York State. Yeah, 10108. Oh, wow, it is. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> we've, we've already talked about Stick Stickly. We have. We have. So I'm back. Extensively. I have a beer. Mountains walking. <laughs> They're back again. Guess They're who's back. They're back again. Walking back. They're like uh, that Theresa May. No. Whoever the prime minister of the UK was that, that had the meme where she was like walking in and doing a robot dance. You know the meme I'm talking about? I'll put it in, I'll put it in the chat. I was going to say, we need, we, need a, we need a chat drop. Yeah, I have uh, no idea. This is stopping this. the... Uh, have you seen this meme? Yes. Yes, I have seen this. No. Yeah, it is Theresa May. It's her dancing, but it's like she's like walking in like she's a wrestler and she's entering the ring or something like that. But uh, yep, that's... That's mountains walking right into this beer. <laughs> Coming back. This episode is all over the place. <laughs> it's got episode's got a weird energy. But mountains walking. Before I introduce this beer, I have to say you could learn a thing or two about branding and naming your beers because this is a dessert cart, um, which is their seasonal series. They make a new beer every fall or winter, or whatever. I, don't, I think this beer comes out year-round. I don't know why they call it Seasonal Series. It's called Dessert Cart, but it's a different recipe. So, like, if this was Abomination, this would be, like, wandering into the s'mores fog or something like that. Like, <laughs> they would have a name for the beer. True. Mountains Walking refuses to name their beers, and it bothers me. Like, I don't know why they can't name their beers. Um, they do it with the Dessert Cart. They do it with, I think, like, their... Uh, fruit sour series like they're all the same name and like i also think they have this this is gonna be this, really like, difficult very... to find on untapped is what you're saying no they do a pretty good job of of making them accessible and they have like the same color palette of this little artistic landscape uh minimalist landscape can that's what i'll say what i'll call it but the design changes like these different elements to the landscape um they're making a new label like I think you'll sell more beer if you come up with new names. Like, don't you don't have to call it the same thing every time. You're you're killing me. Well, all right. So I think you kind of buried the lead here. But this is dessert cart s'mores, correct? No, no. This is a. I haven't even told. I haven't even told you about the beer yet. I'll allow me to tell you now. This is the dessert cart barrel aged stout with coffee, maple, cinnamon, and graham cracker. Um, not a good name for a beer. <laughs> Throwing that out there, like. It tells you what's in it, but um, you could name you could you could do better. Barrel aged with coffee, maple, cinnamon, and graham crackers. Yeah. Okay. So that is the name of the beer. I mean, it is. Yeah. But why? Like, it doesn't need to be this way. True. But I mean, sounds like it's going to be an amazing beer. Right. We'll, but we'll like, have to they find could out. they could have they could have added some flair. Yeah, dessert cart. The name is just not. It's not doing it for me. Have they thought about like heavy death metal lyrics? Because that works out for a place down here, and it's not confusing at all. So, Ugh. I would rather like at least with this, like Mountains Walking is telling you what it is. It's telling you what's in it. You can kind of figure it out. Unlike Barreled Souls, it's straightforward. You're like, you're like yeah. I don't have a fucking clue. I've lost. <laughs> I forgot what it was, and I just read it to the bartender. I forgot right. what it was as it was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> right. Gotta like. Uh, yeah. No, it's a very descriptive name. Um, and don't get me wrong, I do enjoy the dessert cart series, some more than others, mm. but um, you know, you could market it better. The reason I wanted to bring this episode on the bring this beer on this episode is because this beer is everything that I wanted out of the development market and that I didn't get. You know? I just poured it. We're gonna do a live slosh test. You can see the the velvet merkin sloshing all around. 
it's a thin beer. This this boy, I just do a little roll, and you can see. I mean, I will say that the difference, the difference of volume of beer in your in your glasses is vastly different. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's that's true. This is a smaller glass too, but uh, it it poured it poured like motor oil, you know, which is always a good sign when you're pouring these stouts. I don't know the ABV on this guy. Ten percent, not much more than the than the Velvet Merkin, but appreciable on the nose. Very subtle flavors. Don't get a ton, but I gotta ask: Do I get a second drop? We could do that for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I like beer. <laughs> it makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Is that what you were expecting? I was honestly sad the first time when I got. Uh, well, you you let like, off, so you get you know beer is third or beer thirty beforehand. So well, I got beer is good and stuff. No, no, but leading into your review, you usually get you get beer you get beer thirty. Right. So usually I take whoever drinks first gets this gets a small clip. But uh, if you but beer is good is is my anthem. It's my jam. It is really. It really is. Yeah. Ober so just doesn't get thirsty part. enough. Unless he hears Jolly Good. Yes, I am Pavlov's dogs. (laughs) Like the slobber starts. I have to to swallow my spit as soon as I hear that song because it makes me thirsty. You hated that that drop at first. And now I can't drink beer without it. Uh, (laughs) Really, I really can't. So let's talk about this dessert cart because as I alluded to, this adjunct filled dessert in a beer uh, is everything I wanted out of the Velvet Merkin, even though I knew I wasn't going to get it. This is, um, if the first beer I had tonight was like animal crackers that you try and convince someone is dessert. This beer is like a delicious, fudgy, graham crackery filled, amazing, sweet treat. Okay. Um, just going through coffee, maple, cinnamon, graham cracker. Mm, okay. The maple was, I get maple, graham cracker, cinnamon, check, check, check. It's all kind of are in the same family anyway, right? But coffee, yeah, it's a little bitter. I think those are all great additions to a beer. Um, yeah, this is this is going to give me a hangover, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> this I wouldn't rate this so high, but after the last one, this is getting a four and a half from me. Oh wow, it's that good. Yeah, that is okay. a really good rating. Yeah, it's just it's it's everything I need in a stout. So and stuff I don't need, but makes me feel good. So just I'll- how dessert should be. So I'm all for playing the game, the untapped game with you here, but you have to be aware that this does I, not. No points. Yeah, this no does points. not qualify for points. Yeah. yeah. Um. But just what is? How many check-ins do we have? Thirty-six. Okay, so it is a new one. I wasn't sure if they like recycled their dessert cards back in, but I think it's pretty good. Thirty-six. I don't know. Four two two. What do we got? Maybe you should have reviewed this one because you got that one exactly correct. Oh shit! Well, there we go. <laughs> Oh my you God! Know, well, there you go. You did get a perfect when it, a perfect guess. Perfect score doesn't count. It's oh, like man. the uh, bad the bad luck Brian meme of uh, of our podcast. Yep. Wow! Holy but, cow! Um, cheers to that. It makes me feel honestly. Not gonna lie. A little bit of insight here. I'm feeling really bad about the Velvet Merkins because I feel like I am like wearing s- soundproof noise canceling headphones with a blindfold on at a free throw line. And I have to throw the ball three times. And like, 
Doesn't feel good. <laughs> doesn't feel good to do that. I will warn you, this this was your choice. Oh, I know. But um, it wasn't. it's not until you throw that second free throw shot and you're like, should I throw a lot harder than the first one? At least, well, even with free <laughs> throws, like you can hear, like, did I hit? Did I hit a backboard? Did I hit a rim? Right. Did it just airball and peg grandma in the in the front row? Like you, like you have no idea. Oh, he did say noise proof headphones, so he can't he can't hear oh, no, he can't hear true. or see anything. He's just chucking it. Yeah, and it's like normally you'd get the feedback to you know, but I I got nothing. So we'll see next week. Maybe I'm three cor- exactly correct in a row. So who knows? Perhaps. But um, I'm feeling really good after that perfect score. I know that's 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 wonderful. You should you should even though it counts for nothing. You should but. a participation ribbon. That's what you deserve on yeah, on the whiteboard. I agree. I think a participation ribbon for 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 you know nailing it. I just learned that Chris can't say participation. Yeah, I know. I said it wrong. <laughs> um. Yeah, I could maybe a nice little precipitation. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm gonna put. I'm gonna draw it under the frosty mug. Oh, there you go, frosty mug. Um, while I'm extolling my great artistic abilities on the board, uh, who's who's ready to go next? I mean, I'm all for drinking, Chris. If you want to drink, it's up to you. No, go ahead. All right. Now we got to find out how much I know about what participation ribbons look like. I don't know what participation ribbons look like. <laughs> Here's my attempt. I tried to do it with two stalks instead. I think that's. I think that's fine. I'll see what Todd thinks. Todd, what does a participation ribbon look like? I, I, I think there's usually two tassels at the oh, bottom. Oh, okay. That's I did that and it looked like a weird two-legged Well, it's uh, usually like a tassel. Nipple. It's like a tassel and it has like a V at the bottom. And then another tassel that has like oh. a V at the bottom. Okay, so it looks like two W's at the bottom. No, two upside-down V's. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Could have been better drawn, but that looks good. Some smaller gonna, V's. Not capital V's. I'm gonna make it like a like a like a kinky boots V's. Just give them a little boots there. Okay, so what do we got? All right, so so my beer this week. I saw this in my fridge, and I was trying to figure out where I got this beer from. Racked my brain, tried to figure it out, and mystery beer. Based on the well, I know the name of the beer, but based on the right, based on what's on the bottom of the can, I the only thing I can gather is that Jordan sent this to me way back in uh 2020. Oh my god. Wow. So it's an ancient ancient beer. It is an ancient well, that's beer. That's the theme, I guess. Um so this is white chocolate by the brewery, which is uh an ale aged in bourbon barrels with cacao nibs and vanilla beans. Comes in at a hefty four point or fourteen point eight percent ABV. Um it does not say where the brewery is oh no, right on the front of the can it does. Never mind, there's more words. Brewed and canned by the brewery, Palacita uh, Placentia, California. So I'm assuming this is a Jordan beer. From Placenta, California. <laughs> there, there you go. Yes, Placentia. Um, it says in the, in the back, a tasteful treatment of cacao nibs and hand-prepared vanilla beans award the golden waves of this wheat wine-style ale. Uh, subtle savory, savoriness reminiscent of white chocolate, characters of coconut, honey, caramel, and vanilla interwined seamlessly in this bourbon barrel-aged treat. So, let's see what's going to happen. So I don't... I'm, I'm I'm afraid the can might explode. I are you? I'm not optimistic. I think a white chocolate beer is hard to pull off, fresh from the the tap. I mean, it's not my favorite chocolate. But it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't I, have any. 
any white chocolate in it. It has cacao nibs and vanilla. So hmm. that's fair. Um, can we all agree white chocolate's the worst chocolate? Uh huh. Cool. I would I would f- say so. What are the other chocolates? Dark milk. Yeah, I mean, like Nutella's like hazelnut chocolate. I would say that's better. Uh, I don't know. I will say that the Hershey's cookies and cream bar though is actually not bad. That's well, cookies and cream chocolate. That's different. But that's like with the white chocolate base, you know. Yeah, I'm, those those are not my favorite. If I'm being honest, and I love Oreo. Yeah, thank you for being honest. I, <laughs> I mean, it's what I do. So this beer, obviously, it's a golden ale poured with a nice, nice little bit of head. Uh, the T Rex test shows that you can't you you would be blind or you would be uh, safe from a T Rex. Mm, yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, you're not seeing through I'm, that. It's, I see a lot of I see a lot of speckles in there. There's I do lot, too. There's a lot of stuff happening to that beer. <laughs> There's a lot of floaties, but it did not. Expl- I'm telling my my inner Todd Cleo here, and uh, it did not explode. So that's good. That's good. And you guys will be happy to know I have been making my way through my beer supply. I am. I've almost cleaned out my kegerator. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, besides the bottles we'll that about- I keep on putting in there because. It's, it really is for bottles and in a keg, but there's almost no cans in the kegerator. I think there's like four left. So we're we're. So you're saying, except for the beers that you're adding to the kegerator, you've almost emptied all the beers. Yeah, the well, kegerator. so I, I had a problem where I uh, I put a lot of canned beers in the kegerator, and there was nowhere to because I couldn't put them in my beer fridge. So why not? There was too much beer in the beer fridge. <laughs> so <laughs> I have uh, cut down on the canned beers. So we're moving in the right direction. There you go. That's always good. Um, can I want to, I want to predict what you're going to rate this beer before you even take a sip. Okay. Would you mind taking your headphones off so I could tell Chris my, my prediction? I'm thinking he's giving this a three, two, five. Okay. All right. Locked in. And for all the listeners at home, I did also cover my eyes so I couldn't try to lip read Obert because I got really good at that today before the podcast. Yeah. We've been, um, we had to cut 15 minutes of silence where Ted was covering his eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But he's back now. Hey, it was effective, was it not? It was. It was good. It was effective. All right. Let's dive on in. It's not terrible. Yay. Um, It does have a little bit of the Pringles going on. Um, So it did stay carbonated over the course of... Four years, three years, four years. This was brewed. Uh, this was canned on one fifteen twenty twenty. So oh, we are right there. This is this is a four year old beer. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, I don't get white chocolate. It's not a it's not a flavor I'm getting. I get a lot of the the vanilla notes, which is surprising that that did not fade away. And I get a lot of like the honeyness that they were talking about on the back of the can. Um, is it is it too sweet? No, it's actually very. Very mild uh, for being a white chocolate golden ale. Um, you know, a little bit of hints of, of caramel. I'm just I'm just going off of what the back, back of the can says just to see if I can even pick it up. I don't get white chocolate, but I do get the vanilla and the caramel and the honey. Um, not white chocolate. It's it's not bad. It's not the best beer I've ever had. Uh, it does have a little bit of a of an alcohol bite to it at 14.8%, so kind of to be expected. Ooh. Yeah, that's a big beer. I would, to be honest, I would never buy this beer. <laughs> I didn't. Would you? Would you guys buy this beer? Uh, No, probably not. I don't think I would have based on the description. After having it, it's very barley wine-esque. 
Chris, this is actually a beer that I think you would like a lot. Okay. Um, no, I mean you said barley wine. Those, those that's that's one of my go to. Yeah. One of my go. I say go tos. It's one of my good favorite beers that I don't have very often. I mean, this is a wheat wine instead of a barley wine, so it's it's a little bit more mild. It doesn't have as mm. many like not gluten free. Like, correct. I don't like this, or I like this. I like this better than barley wines. Um, as we all know, I'm not a major fan of barley wines. Um, I do drink them, but this is definitely a maybe the wheat wine style is more for me. Um, I don't think I would do these flavors in one of these going forward. I would like to get a little bit more chocolate. Maybe adding in a little bit of white chocolate instead of cacao nibs may have helped this process a little bit. But I don't know how you do that in a in a golden ale. Right. Um, but overall, not not terrible. Not the best beer. Uh, definitely get that that freaking bourbon burn though in the back of your throat and down your down your uh, esophagus. Whew. Uh, I I yeah I think Todd Cleo's wrong here. I I uh, I think I underestimated. I think I think you did as well. But let's see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you get. I don't know what you gave it, but I'm gonna give it. It's a it's a good beer. It's not a great beer. I'm gonna give it a three seven five. Yeah, I thought you were going three two five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not that. Which terrible. for Todd is like a. I guess I'll finish it beer. It's it's not that terrible. It's it's good enough. I would probably try it again if I saw it. It looks like it's a it's a this says 2020 edition on it, so it looks like it's a yearly thing for them. Yes. So if I was in California this week, I would try it um, because it's most likely available. <laughs> so you would buy it. I would try it at the brewery. I don't know if I'd buy a can of it and bring it home. Yeah. Got you. Also, because if you look at the can, this is prob- partly the reason why I probably avoided it for so long. It's just kind of a... Blue? It's just kind of a blue can. It's just, just blue. Kinda, It's very boring. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not one that grabs you when you open the fridge. Um, it looks like if you needed like a beer in a movie where you're trying to not infringe anyone's copyrights like you would see this on the show exactly but it's not (laughs) but it's not so plain like it doesn't just say like beer on it like i've said would be a can that i would buy this is it's plain enough that you don't want to pick it up but it's also fancy enough that it's not the plainest can does that make sense it does Mm -hmm. i got you i'll take a picture of it i'll put it on the instagram you can see it we have an instagram we do you should try you should should try posting on it sometimes (laughs) um so what's what's the uh What's the verdict on the untapped verse? What's what's the check-ins? So what's the rating? There's three thousand two hundred and twenty-seven ratings, uh, and it's a three point one seven. Oh, okay. So you should just um, guess that. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> two point one seven. Guess that. Said. <laughs> now I'm really confused. <laughs> <laughs> one point one point one seven. There you go. I think I think the brewery has has a decent following. Um, but I don't think it's going to be people's cup of tea either. I honestly have no idea how to rate a four-year-old beer. Uh, three point, you know what? Three point six nine. We'll throw a six nine in there. Nice. Ooh, you got it right. Yay. Uh, no, you didn't. Um, am I supposed to tell you? No participation, Ribby, for for (laughs) Well, yes. No, you could tell us. You could tell. Okay. Okay. I I can tell you guys. So, so I I have to write it down in the book. So. Okay. In the book. In the ledger. Got to keep it. All right, so it's actually a 3.99, so you were off by quite a bit. I think I'm seeing something different. What are you looking at? Uh, white chocolate 2020. Oh, okay. I have the just the white chocolate. Ooh, what is that no. one rated? You're further, further off. Oh, let's go that <laughs> Leave it wide open for B or Obert. Yeah, that one was a 4.07. So I'm 0. .3 off. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a lot. That's considerable. 
But it's the breaks for if you were uh, it's the breaks for drinking a four year old beer. Yeah, blindfolded and deafened, you would never know. You could think you switched it. That's true. <laughs> Just like over the last two like, weeks, like I did. <laughs> exactly, one hundred percent correct. I mean, nothing but. Now. I mean, he's gotten three in a row, right on the mark. Right. <laughs> exactly. Listen, you might have you might have two correct answers here. We don't know, or I know three you. three correct answers. Well, one of them doesn't count. It's true. True. I mean, I did get the ribbon. <laughs> we should look at the ribbon. It's true. The participation it's, ribbon. I said it right. It's very, so. very, uh, very pretty ribbon for you. But Thank you. that's all you get. Thank you. Well, I think we've made Chris wait long enough. Yes. You guys have already drank all the beers. We're at a three beer, three beer quota. All right. So every time my family comes down from Connecticut, they bring me beer. So for the next few episodes, I'll probably have some Connecticut throwbacks. And uh, I gotta the, say, you got a good family. It's a, it's, it's really not a bad hookup. Like my mom comes down, or my brother comes down with like a big, huge, huge thing of beer, and like what a way to to bring a welcome in. I mean, know? that is true. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like you know, they're like, "What do you want for Christmas?" And I'm like, "Your fridge is mighty empty right now." So, <laughs> so they bring me Fox Farm and all this other stuff. How often do they come down? Normally for the like Christmas, the kids' birthdays, and then like. Maybe maybe another time. So like I don't know. Two. Just like whenever Chris gets thirsty. <laughs> yeah. So it just like seems three. like you have to, if you have twelve kids and you have them at each different month. I mean that's the way to do it. I think worth it. Um. So uh, they always bring me Fox Farm because it's my favorite brewery. Um. But they always like rotate the second the second one. So uh, I know they brought Beard before. They've brought um Tox before. Um. So this time they brought Outer Light. And I have their Greetings from Groton, Connecticut IPA. It's a 6% IPA. It's got the, like, a bunch of Groton, um, I don't I don't know if you want to call it graffiti or, like, just, like, landmarks, things like that on the can. But, yeah, I, I think there's, like, a local graffiti artist who draws, like, in that style of, like, it's the big block font of each letter with little symbols of Groton yeah. inside of it's it's a pretty it's a pretty neat looking can and uh, you know I I really enjoy our outer light I don't think they get they definitely don't get the the buzz uh, for how decent how good how decent I think they are um, but, I would tend to agree they don't even get the buzz in the state no I know I know and I know I know we we talk about it all the time we're we're big fanboys for New England beer uh, you wouldn't think it listening to the podcast but you know no, we're pretty uh, impartial yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no if they were in my county they would be the best beer in the county. Yeah, I mean, honest. I mean, honestly, me too. I don't. I, don't, I can't think of a. But like, there's so many. Uh, that you know, that's one thing. Going from Connecticut with seven counties to <laughs> North Carolina with seventy trillion counties, it's like, oh my god, we just have counties for the sake of having counties. <laughs> there's like six people. Like, you want to make a county? Yeah, why not? We we love county fairs, so we can't get enough of them. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> it's big, big county fair conspiracy. <laughs> Anyways, in my county down here too, it would be the best. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and jump into this. Uh, I haven't had I haven't had like a new a newer beer from them in years. It's been a long time, so I'm actually pretty excited for this little lineup that I got. So here's the first one: Greetings from Groton, circa North Carolina. Oh, what is the malted liquor? What gets you drunk or quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it beer. makes me think I'm a man. I mean, she's pretty. She's a pretty looking beer. Enough. I'll I'll do the the light test, but I've got I've got a big thick inch of of head on this thing. That is a nice port. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I got you a, look like you could be in a commercial for this beer. That's how perfect the pour is. It was it was a really nice pour. I probably have a smidge. Honestly, left. I don't think this is. I think our co-host has been replaced by an alien. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine that you poured this beer. Uh, yes, I will pour it in the human fashion, perfectly. <laughs> the human mouth glass uh, <laughs> with your participation <laughs> trophy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we know oh, he man. still is chris because he can't speak that's true that's true all right so let's see we're gonna do the the t-rex te- oh my goodness lights up like a light bulb wow wow it is you'd almost it is say Oculus. it lights up like a lighthouse because it's from groton oh there you go there you go maybe that's that's a conspiracy rudolph won't you guide my sleigh tonight <laughs> It's a, it's a reference to last month. <laughs> no, no one gets it. It's okay. We were. We, you guys know Rudolph. <laughs> you guys heard of this guy? <laughs> Save Christmas and stuff. Um, Do you guys want a fact about little uh, known Rudolph? Do you guys want a fact reindeer. about turkeys? <laughs> oh no, not this again. No, it's actually funny. Dana and I were talking because uh, Lucas is still singing Jingle Bells. Like he just doesn't get the fact that Christmas is over, and we were like, "When do you think he's gonna stop singing Jingle Bells?" We're like, eh, probably mid-April. Like he's just gonna. <laughs> it's so funny though. All right, so uh, you have, to, the you have to show him a, a calendar. Not gonna lie. Exp- explain to him what a calendar is. Yeah, yeah, they don't learn that in preschool. Um, but uh, here it is. It's still looking nice, H- hanging on to a little bit of that head. Smells like a New England IPA. I mean, let's see. Um. Admittedly, I think I generally enjoy their stouts more than their IPAs, but but like I said, been a long time since I've had an hour late. So let's let's see. Let's see how they how they're how they're doing. It is good. It definitely is it's a little maltier than some of the other IPAs that we've had that I've that I've had from that anywhere. And the other thing is it definitely hits you way heavier on the back end than it does the front end the front end's like kind of like an easy sip and then you kind of once it settles on like the back of your tongue it like just hits you really hard um it's got a decent amount of bite to it i don't know what kind of ibus we're dealing with but it's got it's got some bite to it um i'm getting some floral notes from it so definitely more florally than i would say citrusy on this guy it's still it's still good um not as it's got a light, light beginning, but then like it, it gets really heavy towards the end. A uh, little bit of bite at the end. It's good. It's a little different than your typical New England IPA, which is actually kind of refreshing at times, right? Like we talk about it all the time. Like how many times are you gonna have a New England IPA? You know how do you how do you describe right. a New England IPA? So like the fact that this is a little bit more floral, um, a little bit more. It's got some IBUs, but a little bit more on the uh, the multi side on the back end is actually kind of nice. It's not like my typical go-to but it's a good beer it is very good for my first beer my first new beer i say quote unquote new i don't know how new this beer actually is new beer from then in a while impressed i'm you know, i'm impressed i'm tastes like home mm, it's like home it's like it's like we're there you know this takes me back we're there and we're just playing a, a giant giant jumbling tower game you know having a grand old time <laughs> um that's, yeah that's actually probably the last time the three of us were there together was your bachelor party it honestly may have been one of the last times i was there period i don't i don't think i i, I went back i mean it's i possible, can safely but... say it's the only time i've been there really only we time. used to go we used to go when we lived not in north carolina like we were you know, i was a when you were in, lived in the same county as, as <laughs> you guys could always yeah, exactly. move back there's nothing that says you can't yeah, yeah. and the, the the beer is trying the beer is welcoming him home 
that's true. That's true. Um, but this is good. I like it. I'm going to give it a four. It's a solid four. Um, you know, it's not the best of the best of the best of the IPAs, but it's something a little bit different. It's, it's, it's good. And, uh, I'm excited to try, I got a, I got a whole semi fridge. Well, I got most of it's Fox farm, but I have a decent amount more of these guys too. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So, 4.0 for me. Very nice. Well, there are 49 other check-ins. Oh, God. I was I was worried about that. So is it, does that mean it's new? Or does, is Outer Light just generally not have a lot of check-ins? I, I, know, think, I think it's new. I think it's new. I think Outer Light has a decent, like, if you live in Croton, you love going to Outer Light. I feel like that's like a, a fair thing to say. A uh, true statement. Yeah. Um, they welcome the, the you. Oldest, the oldest check-in is September. Okay. Okay. But it's I still mean, been around also, for a little bit, though. Right. That's well, la- from last year, you know. Oh, well, yeah, it's a year ago, so. Um <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea cuz like now I'm now I'm in like this weird spot where is it, are they the the diehards, you know? Are they the outer light diehards that check this in that love outer light and are going to give everything a 5? Or is this like the a heads? Yeah. <laughs> or are or are they like are they just like, you know, beer drinkers like me? Um I'm guessing since it's only 49, it's going to be that diehard crew of folks. And I'm going to say it's a 4.04. 0. 0.1 off. Uh, 4.14. Oh, wow. Wow. I prob- you probably thought that you were off in the other direction. Um, no, it's a 4.14. I almost guessed a 4.11, but I was like, oh, How much was it's the off, you said? 0. 0.1. 0. 0.1. A tenth. A tenth of a bottle cap. Well, I, got, I know I got within Tud. That I do know. I have no idea who won who won the point. And this contention, week. it is that is it is kind of fun. It does make it a little bit more interesting. I mean, I could look up I could look up your beer. I just haven't. Yeah, well, you got to be in suspense with our audience, you know. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I think I think we have to do that. I think we have to make sure that Tud Tud is the one that grades your beer, so all of it is right. All right, that's, that's well, what we've been doing so far. No, I thought I did it last week because I I know I know last week's or oh, last week's. I don't know. Historian, so, write it. I have a little creative game I'd like to play with you guys, but oh. I'm worried it would... Sidebar one second. This beer, as it warms up, tastes a lot more like white chocolate. Now I get it. Oh, it's nice. Go- it's good, though. It's a good white chocolate. Not overpowering. Um, so proceed with your, with your activity slash games. The, I'm, I'm glad we got the, the beer update. So I have a little creative exercise I, I'd like to do with you guys. Um... But I, I'm worried it would take too long, so it might eat into our handle time. Would you be okay playing a little game instead of doing handles? This yes, week? 100%. I am. I think our New Year's resolution is no more handles, only games. No, I don't think so. But sure, I'm, I'm okay with it this week. Well, normally I would defer to the winner, but we don't have a winner. so Or it's me. Um, or it's Chris. <laughs> so, so this is what I want, I want to do. I want to I name a beer with you guys. I think this is... This is how I want to do it. We all have to come up with styles of beer, additions like an adjunct to a beer, and then a brewery name. And then we roll a die and we pick one of each of those to create a brand new beer and see what who can come up with the best name for it. Okay. 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 I, yeah. s- I see where, I see so where we, you're going at. So um, we'll edit this part out, but we're going to each come up with two beer styles, adjuncts, and brewery names. And then we're going to roll 3d6s. To see what the beer we have to name. Okay. All right. I like All this. Right. This is this is gonna be interesting. I think it'll be fun. Twenty minutes later. 
Okay, we, we have our results. I don't know if we should read them aloud or we should just roll the dice. Let's just roll the dice and we'll we'll name our beer. Let's, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. Um, dice roller. Okay. Let's roll these dice. D6, first roll, five. First column is five, which is... Triple IPA. Triple IPA. Then next is two, which is... Broccoli stems. Okay. And finally, the brewery is five. Oh, burial. <laughs> so we have to name a burial IP, burial triple IPA brewed with broccoli stems. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, I'll put a poll in the Discord, and uh, whoever wins will get a participation <laughs> next to mine. <laughs> well, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, everybody take a minute. A minute? I'm going to need, like... I need to look up songs. I <laughs> come up with uh, come up with your name. We'll put it in the Discord here. Um, who just who just searched <laughs> vegetable metal song about broccoli? <laughs> who did it? I just I just googled. <laughs> popped up. Wait, you googled it? I googled I googled something and it it completed it about broccoli. Oh, that that's funny. All right, I'm ready. I'm writing a little bit of backstory of my beer. <laughs> Wait, you come up with like the, a description? Uh-huh. Oh, but my, 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 my sentence All is right. so long. All right, let's go. Let's, let's go. Okay, so uh, here's our triple IPA brewed with broccoli uh, stems. I'm not, re- I'm not ready yet. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. This is not working for me. This is a combination? No, it is not. I, the only thing I know is I have two, I have two words, but it doesn't fit the burial style at all. I'm not. I'm not metal enough. I don't think. All right. That's a shame. You're too soft core. I, I am. I am ready. Chris, you want to lead us off with our triple broccoli IPA from Burial? Uh, I'm trying to find the uh, where where this came from because I I did steal part of it off of all of it almost <laughs> from a website. So I'm trying to find it, but apparently. This is my cite your sources. There we go. I'm just well. You know what? I'm gonna go with it, and I'll find it later. I guess. Um, okay. So uh, my, I came up with uh, uh, this is not a song. It's a sandwich, or do you want a taco or a broccoli IPA? <laughs> That's the only thing I had was the broccoli IPA, triple IPA, like all mishmashed together. That was the only thing. So this is from this is a lyric from Jingle Bell Metal by Psycho Stick. Which is a a metal a metal band, except for the broccoli IPA thing. I added that, so so I thought very it, nice. Yeah, you know, I don't know a lot of metal. I think that I could easily see that at a at a blackboard chalkboard in uh, the burial tab room. I thought so too. So now I, like I just it. gotta now I just gotta find it. So all right, um, I'll go next. I actually wrote a little bit of a description. My beer name is uh, called Chop the Florets Off. Okay. Um, and Chop the Florets Off is an ultra-bitter triple IPA brewed with Citra, Amarillo, and uh, Yukon 5 hops that spends 15 seconds inside of a series of colanders filled with the remaining broccoli stems from the produce we donate to the local homeless metalheads shelter. <laughs> Proceeds from this beer are used to educate local kindergartners on the importance of eating your vegetables. Okay. Chop the Florets Off. Chop the Florets Off. Yeah. So um, I went a little bit different. It seems you guys looked for songs for inspiration, but to me, I don't. As somebody who knows a lot of metal music, I don't notice their their or their their beer names from 
song lyrics or the descriptions. What I noticed is that it seems like they're just like writing random shit and throwing it at a wall. So that's what I did. Um, so mine is called a far reaching walk betwixt a cropland at the edge of space and time. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's definitely a, that's definitely a burial name. So the, uh, then my description, I also, you know, took a gander at untapped and saw how they write their descriptions. And this is what my description is. Take a walk with Captain Platypus and his dog, Penelope, as they tirelessly wander, trapped within past, present, and future through a garden filled with good, evil, and the chaotic. A hefty triple IPA cultivated with Simcoe and Galaxy hops, dry hopped with mosaic, and 15 pounds of broccoli stems. Very nice. That's a good one. Yeah. I I like it. So, yeah, we'll put... I feel like it's needlessly complicated, so that's exactly what Barrow would go with. (laughs) 100 percent so so put put that in our discord chat so i can we could make a poll i gotta type this thing (laughs) yeah because i'm not gonna remember it all right that's the any good burial name you cannot remember the second it leaves your lips (laughs) it's uh it's gone forever that's very true but yeah i thought that was a fun little uh fun little game yeah i like a beer i was really hoping for the brownie ipa to win though i've been waiting on that yeah brownie ipa Let's make it happen. I mean, it's I I pitched it multiple times. I don't know. I don't know why why people uh why people don't like it. It's baffling. Yeah, so I think we should do this again. We should name more beers. It's kind I of think it's uh it's kind of fun to name burial beers a little bit because like you kind of have to work out an idea. Well, I think Todd, you were the most hesitant coming in, and I think you honestly. Knock this one out of the park. This is 100% a burial beer name. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh. 100%. 100%. I think, I think, yeah. I think, because I do know that they're, they're, I don't know if they're lyrics or song names or whatever, but like they listen to all this like super heavy stuff that I do not listen to. And I think just going with like what you did was, was perfect. Like I'm not going to, I'm not like, I want to win, obviously, but so vote for me. (laughs) But. My the first name I had was um, Heat Death of the Universe, but I switched it at the last minute to kinda, Top of Florets. I kind of like Heat Death of the Universe. Yeah, I wanted to get more broccoli in there just <laughs> just for the sake of the game. But um, I got cropland uh, yeah, in there. I think, I'm not gonna lie the synonym the synonym calculator got a got a few little hits of words that <laughs> like it, at first okay. the, the name of the beer was Wandering Through a Vegetable Patch. Oh, and you used uh, used a little got a little help from the from the internet, huh? Well, that and then I added in space and time, and then betwixt, I was like, I have to get that in there. Sure, this is a, this is a good collaborative process. I think we should do this again, though. I think we should um, name more beers. I kind of want to write There's... more, just write more descriptive paragraphs about burials naming conventions. It was a really good. <laughs> I had a lot of fun using my brain power with burial. Yeah. Um, this is how Tud starts writing poems. Exactly. Yeah, might be. Might be the new new Todd poetry. Did you um? Did you want to talk about your your brewing a new beer? So I'm not brewing a new beer yet. Um, I have tracked down a licorice stick. So but you're thinking about brewing a new beer. I am thinking about brewing a new beer. Um, I I I wanted to brew um Odin's not Odin. Uh, I wanted to brew the beer by Fremont. That's the uh prerequisite to the, the rusty, rusty nail. nail but i can't oh. i can't do the barrel Dark aging Star. process yeah so i can't do the barrel aging process because i don't have access to a bourbon barrel um nor do i have space to store said bourbon barrel or have that much beer to put in said bourbon barrel so 
I'm gonna brew the one that's I'm gonna brew the beer that's basically rusty nail without the bourbon barrel agent. So my my struggle has been to track down Brewers Licorice. I have found it. Um, my local homebrew store was out of it. I asked him to give me a call if he got some in. He called me and told me he got some in like a day later. So <laughs> I now have a, a pretty good access to it. Um, I was warned by him and by the internet to not try to eat it. Um, <laughs> you won't. You won't. No, it, you won't. no, apparently even a small sliver will burn, like literally burn the inside of your mouth. Oh, God. This is like, yeah. Oh, wow. I was told wear, wear gloves. Um, what is this stuff? Cut it. I thought it was regular licorice that no. they just sold at a markup. No, you have to store it in a in a bag in your freezer, and then you cut it. Basically, like you have to cut it on top of like something you're willing to throw away, um, because it, it it burns and it sticks around and it's sticky, which is why it has to stay frozen. Because if it becomes room temperature, it starts to fall apart. So I'm matching like Homer Simpson with like the tongs and the glowing green rod. Like, so this is going to be quite the. Uh, the experience, and I was, you know, as the uh, the Fremont brewer said, it's better to use less than more when using this stuff because okay. it's, it's extremely powerful. Um, so having said that, what better way to try it than to brew a beer I've never had off a recipe that some guy gave me on the internet? Sounds great. I I think so. So, Ober, what I'm going to need from you is I'm going to need you to keep an eye open, and uh, if you happen to find a bottle, to send it to me. Um, yeah. Within the next month would be ideal. I will ask at my local store. Uh, maybe they'll call me back the next day. It's a dark star. Do they? Is it a regularly brewed beer? I mean, is it? I think it's a seasonal thing. Oh, did I miss it? Should I hold off and brew something else? Is my question. I mean, are you? It sounds like you're interested in brewing at least a beer with liquor. This brewer's licorice. I don't generally like licorice, so no. But for this okay. one, I was willing to go for the cause here. Um, right. I, I have a feeling this is going to be a hard... I have a feeling if it comes out good, it's not going to be a hard sell to drink, get anybody to drink it. I have a feeling that if it comes out shitty, it's going to be a very difficult process to get rid of this beer. My other option was to brew like a like a peanut butter cup beer, like a peanut butter cup stout. Um, oh, I like that idea. But I really want to try this beer. So I have not bought the ingredients yet. Uh, I would ask that you uh, ask around and see what you can find. Yeah, I haven't... I went to the store when I bought this dessert cart and did not there was none there then um but i will go to a couple other stores and look for you but i i'm honestly interested in this peanut butter cup beer if you can make a sweet baby jesus mm, uh, yeah I, that's that's a beer i that will drain the keg quickly i think at your house i think so too i think that that's it's a good one i you know the the, the difficult part of that one is trying to figure out how to um how to brew something with peanut butter because it's oily it yes. doesn't incorporate well. Correct. I was thinking about that today when um, one of our beers has something oily in it. I remember. Oh, the white chocolate. White chocolate is oily. Yeah, it it's just very, doesn't have it in it. It's, it's a, there's a lot of fat, a lot of like cocoa butter. That's what it is. The cocoa butter mm. which is, has a lot of that. So I'm like, how would you mix cocoa butter into a beer? So I don't know. Who makes Sea Baby Jesus again? Evil Twin. No. D- yeah. Duclaw. Duclaw. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I thought even yeah, I more saying, Jesus or something is 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 that's, is that's evil right. twin. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I th- yeah, I was like I was gonna say Duvig. That was a I think it's a now defunct brewery out of Middletown, Connecticut. But, uh, <laughs> I think the way to do it I'm gonna have to do more research, but I think the way to do it is to use PB two for the peanut butter. Um the powdered stuff. The powdered stuff, because I just think it will be less less oily, right? I mean 
for sure. Cacao nibs and maybe some like like Hershey like cocoa powder. I think is the way to like use dry ingredients versus like the wet stuff. Um, yeah. The only other thing I could think of is to throw a whole bunch of peanut butter cups in like a like a, a baking dish, bake it, and then kind of scoop off the oil once it's hot because I would assume it would separate. This sounds like a whole cake crouton situation again. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out pretty well for that one, so. It did. It did. You have some experience adding wet ingredients to uh, making them less wet. Yeah, it's it's just, it's not the wet, it's the oil. That's what I'm worried about. Right. And I'm just, I think right. I think baking it off may work. Or just, just dry hopping with it. I mean, it's not like it's going to be, it's not, it's not going to get added to the boil, right? So it's just going to kind of sit there. How much oil could it leak? This is what I think we should do. I think we should have a contest where we, you decide the beer you're going to brew, and we open up to our listeners to name the beer. We we name the beer today. We solicit the best listener suggestions we can get for names. And uh, and we, we get a, a listener to name, name your new beer. I like the idea. I think it'd be fun. So I'm going to, my, my goal is to brew this weekend. So I will be able to report back on the next episode what I brewed. Um, and then we can go from the naming there. I like it. So with that, we'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, I will thank the brewery for their white chocolate aged ale aged in bourbon barrels with cacao nibs and vanilla beans. I'm also going to thank Jordan, even though I don't know if Jordan sent this to me, but it makes sense that he would have. Maybe it was also <laughs> that... Uh, Maybe it was also that other guy who did like the beers around the world or around the country thing. He might have sent it to me. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna thank Jordan. Well, let's be real. It wouldn't be an episode of Drinking Alone with Friends if we didn't thank Jordan. That is true. true. Uh, I would like to thank Outer Light for their greetings from Groton, Connecticut IPA. And I would like to thank uh, Firestone Walker for their 2018 Velvet Merkin. But I would like to thank a little bit more uh, Mountains Walking for their. Dessert cart, barrel-aged stout with coffee, maple, cinnamon, and graham cracker. The best-named beer we could have helped, we could have hoped for. <laughs> uh, please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, head over to Discord. Join the live conversation over there. Also, if you want to vote on our beer names, you can head over there and vote, vote there. Or if you want to help name my new beer, also head over there. Um... You can also head over to Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You can help support the podcast. It helps us do cool things like go to Asheville, um, pay for hosting the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. You also get some bonus episodes of the podcast. Um, You can also, if you don't feel like doing any of that, you can go to your favorite podcast app you're listening to right now and give us a five-star rating and a review because that does help. And if you don't want to do that, just tell your friends and family. Otherwise, if you don't want to do that either, just keep on listening. I mean, I guess that's kind of the easiest way to help is just keep on downloading <laughs> the podcast and listening. It's the easiest. It's the laziest way to do. If you want to be lazy in the new year, it's not a good New Year's resolution. Nobody makes a resolution of I'm going to be lazy in the new year. So make a resolution this year and help out your favorite podcast. And with you that, can, you could resolve or, to do all of those things. Yeah. Just not be lazy. If you if you don't want to be lazy in the new year, help your favorite podcast or even us. Correct. <laughs> Yeah, if we're not your favorite podcast, help out your least favorite podcast or wherever we fall on that list. One through a million. And with that, my name's Ted. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. I think we talked a lot about beer names today. And uh, how Mountains Walking doesn't do it. A burial also doesn't really do it that well. <laughs> it, it seems like Mountains Walking needs to hire us to come up with their beer names. Ooh, there we go. I think we could. Maybe that's what we should have done. Instead of 
rolling on a broccoli triple IPA, which should have named the graham cracker maple coffee cinnamon dessert beer. Mm, yeah, that probably would have been uh, probably would have been better. We could have we do we we must follow them on something. Let's tweet at them. Let us name your beers. Let us name your beers. That's it. Hashtag mountains walking. Let's get on this. 